0: Hello and welcome to The Scaling Edge. I am your host, Michael Brooks. Max is here. Yeah, yo, what's up? Hello. Uh, this is the internet talk program that focuses on hard won lessons by battle-hardened entrepreneurs and business owners that you can use to scale your business and your life today we have brandon brandon thinks you're wasting your money on uh, buying ads he's got a better way and uh, even in the crazy crowded space of search engine optimization he's got a way to wiggle through and we're going to talk a little bit about ai's impact on seo and is it worth it at all anymore to even try anything at all, but especially SEO. Just kidding. It's definitely worth it. Brandon, welcome to The Scaling Edge. Thanks for being a part of our program. We appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to doing what you do today? Yeah, Thanks for having me
1: on. My name is Brandon Leibowitz and I've been involved with digital marketing since 2007, helping people get more traffic to their websites. And I just kind of fell into this after I graduated from college, got my degree in business marketing. And the first job we got out of school was helping a company out with their digital marketing, which I don't really know much about it. They said, don't worry. We don't know much either. We're going to take you to classes and workshops and seminars and learn alongside with you, which I thought was interesting. And after working there for a few months and going to some workshops and seminars, I realized that this is probably the future. Everyone's probably going to have a website. And the nice thing about doing digital is you can work full time, but also you can pick up freelance clients here or there, as long as there's no conflict of interest. So I was working at a commerce business, helping out their website with their marketing. And I realized I could go to like a dentist or a lawyer or a restaurant and see if they needed help with SEO and picked up freelance clients here or there. And over the years, I worked at different advertising agencies as a director of SEO. But before work and after work and on my lunch breaks, I work on my own company, built that up to where I was able to eventually quit my job and focus solely on this. And really have been doing that ever since, just helping people get more visibility online.
0: How long you been doing that for?
1: Since 2007.
0: Okay. So you're a dinosaur, a, a veteran, old school. Okay, cool. Well, um, you know, we talked to a lot of people that are doing SEO. How are you different? What are you doing different that people can use? What do you see? Let me rephrase that. What do you see different that people can use that are out there trying to get visibility? How can they be different with SEO so that they can gain visibility without spending a ton of cash on ads?
1: It's just about providing good quality content and providing a good user experience on your website. So when people search for keywords, Google wants you to have a page about that specific keyword. That way you become really relevant. So if someone's searching for like running shoes and your website doesn't have a page about running shoes, but you just sell general shoes, Google's not going to think you're the most relevant because someone's searching for running shoes, they want to find that specific type of shoe. So if you have a page dedicated about that with some content on that page, That's going to help Google better understand that that's what your page is about or your website's about. So they would more likely show you. But unfortunately, Google doesn't really care what you put on a website because they don't trust anybody. And they don't believe what you put on the website without you building trust up. So the way to build trust is by getting what are called backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. So the more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google is going to give to you. And then they look at those keywords on your website. But it doesn't really work the other way around. Without building those backlinks, Google is just not going to rank a website. And mm. what is a backlink? Backlink is just a clickable link from another website that points to yours. So let's say you're reading an article in the Times.com And there it says Brandon Lee Boots. You click on that and it goes to my website. Then I'd be getting a backlink from the newyorktimes.com.
0: I feel like you just work for Google. They're our boss and you're just trying to make them happy all the time. Figure out what they want. Like, Can you just bring Google coffee? Like what can you do to make them happy? It seems almost impossible. And they're kind of a bipolar maybe even a tripolar boss because they're always changing. I don't know. That's my experience. What do you think, Brandon?
1: Yeah, no, there is no constant. There's only change and they change every single day their algorithm. So it makes it a little tricky trying to figure out what they're doing. But most of the time they're just trying to clean up spam or make a better user experience. So as long as you're not doing anything weird or shady or Seems like a little too good to be true or like shortcuts and you don't really have to worry too much about those updates. But if you're doing anything that seems like, all right, I'm gaming the system. I found a loophole and then eventually Google's going to find that, fix that. And then instead of ranking you higher, you're probably going to drop down in rankings.
0: So the edge is there is none, is constant, consistent, quality content and backlinks. That's what you're saying. That's the quality. How long does it take to get, start getting ranked? And I know there's a lot of factors in there. If you're doing high, so you're saying quality over quantity.
1: Yeah. But everything, quality content, quality articles, quality content on your website, quality backlinks.
0: How's how's Google going to see if it's quality content? I mean, I get AI matters, but how how are they going to know the difference between the Shakespeare writing an article about, uh, Running shoes versus, you know, a third grader. Like, are they going to look at grammar? Are they going to look at like w- what do they look at to decide whether something's quality or not? Isn't that in the eye of the beholder? Isn't that in the eye of who's getting value from it determines the quality? How how is this big megalithic machine going to understand whether or not I'm reading something and I decide that I get some transfer of knowledge about a running shoe from one person over another?
1: You know, that is where they have all these quality standards and they have hundreds of pages of documents that they give out to people that they're like quality testers where they'll tell them, here, go to this website, look at all these factors, see if it checks the boxes, if it's trustworthy, reputable. It's called EAT, expertise, experience, authoritativeness, and trust. That's what Google is looking for when they're looking at content. and But they also look at user experience.
0: What's that called again?
1: E-E-A-T. So expertise, experience, authoritativeness, and trust. So they're looking at that content for you to... Have some expertise experience and then become an authoritative figure and trust so they're looking at like
0: if somebody wanted to build their brand and they wanted to focus on themselves or their business brand they would go to that eaat article they would find out all the rules there of how google is looking at them right because that's that's an important piece of information is that what you're saying
1: well google's not really going to tell you what they're looking for they'll tell you some stuff, but they're not going to really tell you what they're looking for. So, but there's web master guidelines or there's tools, or I mean, there's people that they have as like quality testers and they'll give them this guideline saying, all right, here's 200 pages, read this, and this is what we're well, looking that? for.
0: Where's that come from? So that's an internal document that's not available uh, to the public to learn.
1: It's been published, so if you just go to Google search or Webmaster Essentials, or you just search on Google, how do I find the quality standards, quality guidelines for content? It should pop up. Not sure exactly what it's called, but
0: well, it's it's good to guidelines to stay within while people are building. So how do you work with people that uh, want? that good quality backlinks, good quality content they don't want to do the work and they don't want to read guidelines from Google.
1: Mm-hmm. yep so I take care of that for them so I'll help them build good quality backlinks find sites look at your competitors see where your competitors are getting backlinks because if they're on that first page of Google it's more likely those backlinks that got them there and if we could build similar backlinks that's going to get Google to trust you in a similar way and also looking at their content, their site structure, their hierarchy, how they build out their website. Because I could see everything you're doing. You could see everything I'm doing with SEO. There's nothing hidden if you know where to look. So I look at your competition, see what's working for them, incorporate that into your website. And that's when I get Google to trust you and rank you in a similar way.
0: So on your LinkedIn page, you talk about how this is so much more valuable than buying ads. But how long does it typically take to build this type of stuff up?
1: That one is not really a one-size-fits-all. It could take a couple months. It could take six months. It could take a year. It could take years, depending on how competitive those keywords are. So that's where it comes out is we're not trying to be Google. We're trying to figure out who's on that first page of Google for your keywords and how much SEO have they done? Because that's all that matters. Because if we're trying to be Google, Google changes every single day. We're not going to be able to figure out Google. Or if we do, tomorrow it changes and the next day it changes. So we want to figure out who are your competitors, who ranks on that first page of Google for your keywords, and what have they done? What backlinks have they built? What content have they added to your website? And that's where we can really figure out what's what needs to be done. Because if we see that you're a brand new startup and you just launched your website a couple of weeks ago, but then you see on the first page of Google, all these websites have been around for a decade and they have thousands of backlinks, it's going to be really, really tough to get you up there. But if you're a more established business, you've already built some backlinks. Let's say you already have like 100 backlinks and your competitors have 200 backlinks, then it's not going to take as long. It'll be a lot faster to get that traction. But it really just, you have to understand like where you are versus your competition because that's really what moves the needle. And it really comes down to those backlinks. How many backlinks do you have versus the competitors? And that's going to well, let me you know you, how much
0: time... do you move the needle for? Can you give me an example, you know, some case study, something you've done where someone's come to you, said, this is my site, I'm spending all this on ads. How can you change it? What was the greatest impact you've ever had on a entrepreneur or business owner's life within their business?
1: I've had lots of them. I mean, one recently, that was a quick one. So again, not everything moves this quickly, but this one, they've been they have had a website for over 20 years. They've had built up trust and backlinks to the website and they sell automobiles or exotic leasing of vehicles. And they just, their website was built in a way that Google couldn't really read it, couldn't really understand what these pages are about. They couldn't find any keywords. So they were ranking for some keywords, but they weren't ranking for everything. And a lot of them were ranking for the wrong words. So going into their website, cleaning up all the coding, structuring in a website or structuring the website in a way that's easy for the search engines to read it. And understand it, really shot them up right away where they just went from being on like the bottom of page one or not even on the first couple pages to shooting up to like the first three positions within a few months. Again, this is an old website that's been around for 20 plus years. So they've had a lot of trust built up with it because it does come down to trust. Google doesn't trust you, they're not going to rank you. So if you're just a one-year-old website and there's a website that's been around for 20 years, Google's gonna trust the older one versus the new one just because they've been around, they have more history. So doing that. Really shot them up along with building some backlinks to them and just helping out with the content on their website, just restructuring it all. But really just restructuring their website, shot them up because they already had those backlinks. They had that authoritative, the trust built up. It's just Google was blocked. Usually it's the other way around where i with websites that don't have any backlinks and need to start from scratch. And they have a good website that Google's able to read it and understand it, but they just don't have any backlinks. So Google doesn't trust them. But this is one where they just been around for so long, they just needed a couple changes to the website, shot them up. And then now we're just building out new pages, new services or new services that they're offering to just keep capitalizing you, on all that traffic
0: would you call that on page seo
1: yep so there's on page and off page on page is anything that affects your website so going into the coding making changes to your website would be on page off page is anything that doesn't touch your website so let's say you got like a facebook page that's not affecting your coding or you got an article published on the la times or you did a press release and it's published on someone else's website or a podcast if i'm on your podcast this is off page seo because it's not going on my website Unless I add it to my website, this podcast interview, then that'd be on page SEO. But me just being a guest and you sharing that on YouTube or Spotify or wherever it's published, that's off page SEO because it's not affecting your website's coding.
0: Well, very cool. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you and find you and say, okay, I, I, what you're saying resonates with me, I think that there's some things you can help me with to go from point A to point B rather quickly. How do they get a hold of you? How can they find you?
1: So anyone that wants to learn more, I create a special gift for them. If they go to my website at seooptimizers.com. That's S E O O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash gift. And they can find that there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years. I've thrown up for free so they can watch and see step by step how to do a lot of stuff that we talked about. And also they want to book some time on my calendar. I'm happy to check out their website from an SEO point of view for free. And they can book some time. On that page as
0: well, SEOoptimizer.com/slash/gift
1: or SEOoptimizers the
0: plural.com you know, Ep- SEOoptimizers.com/slash/gift. Brandon's got a gift for you. It's worth it. He's got some good advice. It's a uh, the pragmatic, practical approach to growing your business online. It's uh it is an angle. Just knowing that there is no silver bullet, knowing not to at least at least you've learned today. Don't go with the person promising you first page results within 24 hours. Uh, I imagine those are short-lived and, um, you know, save your money and do it the right way. Brandon, thank you for being a part of the Scaling Edge. Thank you for being a part of our program. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Cheers.
1: Thanks for having me on.